It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsoneBay.com. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You listen to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio, Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. To my left, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey. What up, Jay? Not much. Word. On Skype, he is our resident Dark Knight detective. He is next in line for the cowl. He is, oh, wait a minute, Uh, our intrepid cup reporter. I was about to say, I was like, damn it, I missed one. It's Oz, ladies and gentlemen. Oz. I see how it goes. No, I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to leave out one of your titles, Oz. But I think we should give you a new one, other than Intrepid Cub Reporter. Because at the very least, you shouldn't be a cub anymore. You should be like a middle-aged bear, right? That sounds pervy. <laughs> that's just where you. <laughs> that's where your mind goes, Jay. There it is. Um. So, yeah. Um, and uh, as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. Um, sometimes, yeah. Uh, sometimes I'm trying to make sure that the stream is streaming the way that's supposed to stream. The but title didn't change. Yeah, I but saw. we are live. That's good. I'm going to see if I can go ahead and uh, fix that right now. Let's see. I don't know. I might need to change a setting to make sure that that happens automatic. But it's all good. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. 
we got a great show for you today. You know why? Because it's May the 4th, Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. Yay. So, you know, we might talk about some Star Wars stuff. That might happen. And then, uh, also, we got a great show because the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum is here. Moses Magnum. What's up? There he is. Bam. Uh oh. What happened? Oh, I'm about to say, I'm like, what happened to Oz? But Oz is still there. Sorry. You're still there, Oz. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll maybe talk about Star Wars a little bit. And then uh, maybe we'll talk about some news a little bit. And maybe. What, huh? What's this voice you have today? What What do you hear? You're like, maybe we'll talk about Star Wars a little bit. <laughs> that sounded very pedophilish. That's how you sound right now. Oh no. I don't look. Hold on, let me put some bass <clears> in it. I'm not a pedophile, goddammit. See, I don't that's not a bad too. I don't you don't ever have to want to say that. It's at least with that much conviction, like <laughs> trying too hard. Right, right. Okay. It's like, "What? Me, pedophile?" No, that's <laughs> That sounds like you're backpedaling. <laughs> Well, let's just say I just change the timbre of my voice and be done with it. Because that's all there is to it. Bam. So, yeah. I don't know. I got. I think I was... Uh, I took my mind off of talking because I was trying to make sure that the, the name got updated. And I guess that's the voice. That's what happens when I don't pay attention to what when, when I'm speaking. That's the voice that gets made, I guess. Oh, that's your... I'm looking through different parts of the screen. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. what that is. You're a bad multitasker. I mean, I don't think anybody felt like I was a great multitasker. It's like I get the job done, but probably one one step at a time. That's the way Rem- you should do things. Remember anyway. when I got attacked by your cat in the middle of a sentence? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Classic FF right there. No, nope, nobody made fun of my voice then. No, you couldn't even tell the cat attacked me. No, only, I, only I, those I'm of us. I'm sending mass texts right now to see what's going on tomorrow. For Cinco de Mayo, and you can't tell. Cinco de Mayo, that's awesome. We should celebrate Cinco de Mayo on today's show too. It's Revenge of the Fifth tomorrow. Revenge of the Fifth. I like it. I'll go with it. So, uh, yeah, welcome to Fantastic Forum. So, um, we'll go ahead and do all those things I said, plus I'm sure some more that I don't know about, and we'll tell you how it is that you can get down Fantastic Forum in just a moment. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you guys. The All Games community for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium. That we love oh so much. Which are comic books. Oh, we also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you have to do is give them a call at... 310-538-3198. They'll send comic books directly to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. You just have to let them know what you want. Make sure it's a $10 minimum purchase. And they will ship it, like I said, directly to your door for the low, low flat fee of $5. So give them a call at 
310-538-3198. Also, if you like trade paperbacks, you like uh, graphic novels, Jeffries has those too. Uh, in fact, if you decide to buy three and you mention Fantastic Forum, you know what they're going to do? They're going to toss in a fourth one for free. That would be like friggin' inviting me and Oz and Mo out and then when we get there, what? Is that Joe? Oh my god. That's how it would be like. It'd be amazing for you. So you should do yeah, that. Yeah, unless you're Derek. Oh, Derek loves Joe. Okay. <laughs> no man, I think I feel like I feel like uh Jay keeps Derek on his toes. <laughs> or vice versa. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you know Jay Jay and Derek are like the enemies of history, you know? Where you mess around and you're like, Yeah man, they were always at odds and then you find out like they would go drink together like once a week at least, every day like, till oh, they Larry, die. Larry, Larry, everybody talks to their barber. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to Derek, Jay? Why does he hate you? I don't know. <laughs> Why does he hate you? Like, the sanctity of the barber chair? Damn it, I didn't know. It's like it's like a confessional. Right. Except there's no curtain or touching. <laughs> it's it's more like taxi cab confessional. <laughs> like you you think you're alone, but you're really not because I use your stories to my other clients to entertain them. <laughs> That's hilarious. And they're like, wait a minute, is that the guy? Is that the one? <laughs> That's happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So anyway, uh, if you want to get down a fantastic forum, we got a few different ways for you to do it. You can go ahead and uh, jump on Skype. It's the free internet soft phone. If you don't have it already, it only takes a few minutes to download. Put Fantastic Forum into your contacts. Hit the green button, and you will be the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Done dealy. Uh, also, we have uh, the All Games chat room, chat.allgames.com, allgames.com slash chat. Uh, or you can go directly to allgames.com, hit the chat live, uh, the live slash chat button, and jump right into chat where we'll take your comments directly out of chat and bring it into our show, such as Jay. Insert a witty chat comment here for us. Uh, Tiger Claw says, what's up, Fantastic Forum? Did any of you guys see the Ratchet and Clank movie? It tanked at the box office and the critics were hating on it. Uh, no, I didn't go see Ratchet and Clank. Did, uh, did you go see Ratchet and Clank, Jay? I have not had a chance to yet. But I, you want to? Yeah. Okay. Moses, you're not going to go see Ratchet and Clank, right? I didn't even play any of the games. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a Ratchet and Clank fan myself, even though I know it has a following. Like, there are people that like I mean, Ratchet and the Clank. games were fun, but I, I'm not going to sit there and play that. <laughs> Oz, Oz, did you go see Ratchet and Clank? No. <laughs> look, if Oz didn't go see it, then your movie did tank. Yeah. Well, look, he is in the frozen North Dakota. Right. Oz is like, like he's got has an excuse. He has to drive four hours to the nearest theater. I saw Keanu. Oh, how was Keanu? How awesome was that? I should have watched Ratchet and Clank. Dang, you didn't <laughs> like Keanu? Not really. Oh, I'm sorry it's, to hear that. It's entertaining, but it's not funny. It wasn't funny? Not really. Damn, I feel like freaking Key and Peel are hilarious. I can't imagine that movie not being funny. I, I know Key and Peel are hilarious. They weren't funny, though. I, okay. Well, okay. Maybe 
they don't translate well into like maybe they do best in skit form maybe yeah the short form comedy i mean it is a different thing but i just you know it's like if you made a movie about one skit on robot chicken it probably wouldn't work well dude the freaking saturday night live has been doing that for a decade it's almost all of of those movies suck i mean a lot of them do but yeah i don't like superstar was terrible people love superstar why i don't know it has no redeeming and then didn't well, i mean except for pervert didn't people no like value didn't people like night at the roxbury now that one i think people did like yeah i mean you but, know, I'm, but for the most part coneheads coneheads was they're not good movies they're just fun movies so yeah. joe should think they're good but you know the thing too with saturday night live is like half of those skits don't work like like some yeah. like the skits aren't funny so when they make movies of the unfunny uh, movies of the unfunny skits in the unfunny movies, it's not surprising. But Key and Peele skits. Yeah, but the the movies are usually uh, they pick a skit that is popular and is yeah, funny. But, well, no, not is funny. Can't, has been funny. That's different. Like, <clears throat> like for example, like the Superstar. Right. That movie was like whatever. It's it's a '90s movie, you know, just like Dickie Roberts. Um, there, there's no real like Saturday Night Live skit movies that have been brilliant except for like Office Space. Is Office Space a Saturday Night Live? Yeah, movie? it used to be animated. Really, I didn't know yeah. that. Wow. See, to so, me, it's like th- there's not there are very few Saturday Night Live skits that are like that hit all the time. Well, the thing about the superstar is like the chick was a character, so they would do a bunch of diff- that character in different situations. So right. some of her skits were good, some were bad. Uh, one of the ones that was particularly good was when she auditioned to be a, in the music video for Aerosmith. Word. So that was funny because it had Aerosmith in it, re- reacting to her when they're used to like dealing with at the time, you know, like the what's the name? like like Alicia Silverstone type chicks. You know, like they're auditioning Alicia Silverstone type chicks. And then you get the chick from Superstar trying to be in their video. Hex yeah. says, best SNL movie, Blues Brothers. Yeah. See, and that's, that's best, best SNL cast, too. But that's what I was about to say. Like, it's like the, the, the SNL skits that were consistently funny were like all the 80s ones. Yeah. Like before 1985. <laughs> right, right. So it's like 79 to 80. Caller, you are the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Go ahead and tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to talk about. Our call from Hialeah. Now, I, you guys were talking about popular sketches that turn into movies. You forgot to mention Wayne's World. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that Wayne, was pretty I, big back then. Wayne's that, World. Well, is, it, it's one of those that kind of transcends the skit thing. Like, you don't yeah. see it as it used to be a skit because it's so good in its own right. Right. One that wasn't like that was Ladies' Man. <laughs> Ladies man. Although I love Wayne's, that movie. Yeah. Wayne's uh, World wasn't that good either. Oh, how dare nah, you? Man. Come I like on, Wayne's dude. World. But that good. I will say I had a deeper appreciation of it when I heard uh there's a story about like how the scene where they're on the car at the airport watching the planes and basically they did their lines and then the director didn't say anything. Like she didn't say cut. So they just like started ad libbing, mm-hmm. and 
you know, that's a good scene. Like, yeah. it's kind of cool, like, the chemistry. Right. Like, gave me a new appreciation yeah. for the movie. You are correct. Yeah. And then let's not forget the fact that that movie also brought back the popularity of Bohemian Rhapsody. The Bohemian Rhapsody never went anywhere, Tiger Claw. I mean, I mean, it, that, that movie kind of like put it back in the spotlight. Day. No, no, it yeah. never left the spotlight, Tiger Claw. It's like, you know, it's like messing around and being like, oh man, it's like. That's like saying Prince dying brought his music back. Right, right. Like, Purple Rain's popular now because Prince dies. Like, no, no, no. Purple Rain didn't go anywhere. His death reminded me how many, like, clunkers he had. What? How dare you, sir? Prince He had a lot of songs that weren't that good. No. Yeah, but there were a lot of years he was just putting shit out to get out of his contract. It's still not good. Like, you would think... But it's all... No, no, it's not all purpose not good. there's There's some of those songs that aren't... Like you guys probably think they're brilliant, but they're they're, they're like whatever. No, I don't know what Moses is, this madness Moses is speaking of. Madness, this Moses. There's only like two Prince songs that I like. Are like what? That I like personally like. There's a few that he wrote for other people that I enjoy, but off of his records, two maybe three that I can think of. I don't think that's true. I think there's more, and you just don't realize it. That you probably—I I didn't even realize I had heard his music till they started playing it, and I'm like, "Oh, that's what." See, well, there. Look, so how you can't have it both ways, Mo. You can't be like, "Oh, most of the music he put out is bad music," and then be like, "Oh, I didn't even realize I didn't even heard no, his music just, until he I died." Didn't say, I didn't say most no. of his music is crap. I said I I didn't realize how many crappy songs he had. <laughs> Okay, Mo. Well, if he put out like thousands of songs, you know, percentage-wise, how many good ones did he have? I I most, think most people didn't even know he put out thirty-nine albums. I think, from, from what I could tell, only about six, and out of a thousand, out of six. For, like, first, I think it's probably because the only good songs he ever done were the ones that he did in the eighties, early eighties. What? Entire But see, a lot of those songs were like. I mean, I don't remember anything. Songs. I don't remember any of his music after that. I've hung up on Tiger Claw. <laughs> Talking madness. What is what is this madness? The only good songs Prince has done is in the eighties. Get get a first of all. Between the, the people was awesome. Between between the people, the people still here in on Fantastic Form right now. <laughs> it's like you. We all like at least two or three Prince songs based on the fact that he did the original Batman soundtrack. That by itself, right there, like those songs, are Prince songs. He yeah. Did, so, so you like that right there means you like at least like three, at least he, the whole album is great, but you probably like at least three songs. You don't uh, even realize. Maybe I'm too young for it. Then that let's not even talk about like stuff like Purple Rain, but it's not even like Prince was making friggin' awesome songs into the '90s, into the 2000s. It's like, dude, this fool is like, it's uh, just. Not, not, and not only stuff that was stuff he put out, but just like how Joe mentioned, it's like this fool wrote songs and arranged songs for some of the most amazing talent out there. So I, you know, you you guys don't know what Actually, you're talking that was about. Oz that mentioned that. Oh, I'm sorry, Oz. I'm sorry, Oz. Let me look, give you your look, credit. I mean, all I know is the ones I've heard I didn't like. That's it. Like, I know music is super subjective, 
Of course. And I have my own taste. Like, no. Ha- half of the 80s music I don't like. You know, like, I like dark wave stuff. Don't, like, don't forget. I, I like, the... like, Christian Death, you know, like, maybe some New Order. But yeah, don't, don't forget, 80s, if you can understand what the lyrics are, most not going to like it. <laughs> no, that's not that's not even true. <laughs> like, uh, I, I love, like, lately I've been listening to everything super clear. <laughs> like, Call, caller, you are the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Go ahead and tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to say. Uh, my name is Jerry Comkis. I'm calling from Glendale. For the uh, Wendell. For, for the Sickdale. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm calling because I hate it when I hear everybody's talking trash about stupid stuff. And so I like to talk comic books because basically Moses is saying, he I didn't like every song he ever did. Like, okay. I don't know how that's a thing. <laughs> of course you don't like every song he ever did. I, I just realized I didn't like all his songs. Like, okay. And then Tiger Claws in. You know what? I'm a big Prince aficionado and I never <laughs> saw any of his movies or listened to any of his records. <laughs> From the eighties, <laughs> damn it, Tiger Claw! 80s, who let you back the on the 90s, phone? My musical taste changed. I didn't. Add, I didn't add you back to the call, Tiger Claw. God damn it! The nineties is when he got into the NWA stuff. No, oh, jeez. I tell you, Tiger, man. Tiger Claw was in his uh, hardcore uh, West Coast hip hop phase. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So, uh, real, real quick before we get. Well, actually, let me ask a couple questions before we we dip down the Derek H. Rabbit hole. Uh, Tiger Claw, did you go see Ratchet and Clank, and did you like it? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. Okay, so you don't know if you like it or not because you didn't go. What, what made you not go see that one movie, Tiger Claw? How come? Not enough explosions. Didn't the did, you know? I didn't have enough money to go see it, anyways, because I was saving up to buy a game. Wait, how, how do you get money? Tamales. And I'm, and you know, and this week is a good week for comic book fans, at least. <laughs> I think that's a valid question. How does Tiger Claw get money? Hey, cocaine. Tiger Claw like says, a good "Ask week no for question. comic book fans." Yeah, because like, X Men doesn't come out for like fifty. Oh, like, how dare you! <laughs> uh, I, I, I wish I, I could I hang up on you me. right now, Jay. <laughs> Damn week. it! How do I get you off my couch? I would friggin' hit the red button. I would friggin' eject you out of here right now. For saying that craziness, even in jest. Um, okay, so that was one question, and then the other question I had um, is: It's Star Wars Day, May the Fourth. Did anybody see or do anything Star Wars related that they thought was cool? I, I, I'm all right, Star Wars out. Derek I, I, H is Star Wars out. He's no more Star Wars for Derek H. For, for like another year or so. We're done with Star Wars. But doesn't Rogue 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 uh, One comes out Christmas, right? Yeah, I might have missed that. Stop it, Derek H. You'll be right next to me probably. I'll be like, we're gonna have a good time, Derek. <laughs> that's as asinine as all our Prince comments. It is. It is. <laughs> it, look, the, this is definitely the asinine edition of Fantastic Forum. Everybody's saying all types of outlandish things here. He's like, oh, I'm probably not going to see Rogue One. Stop it, Derek H. Prince has made a good song since the 80s. Oh, Stop it, Tiger Star- Claw. <laughs> the Star Wars stuff just upsets me because it makes me mad about how everybody shits on George Lucas for for building all the stuff they love. Like, 
This guy built nah, everything you love. Everybody and, and, stopped shitting on him after uh, after the Force Awakens. Because J- because they realized J.J. Abrams couldn't bring anything new. He just redid what they did. <laughs> yeah. but look, but that, look, you and I both said, Derek, that that's what was going to happen. Yep. True. True. Like, yeah, And uh, look, we're vindicated. For once, I'm vindicated. <laughs> like, Why don't you two just fuck? <laughs> okay. Hey. I got a cold now, though. Oh. So <laughs> yeah, I don't want my dick to start coughing. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. So, okay. So, Derek H. of Star Wars Doubt. Jay, any Star Wars stuff for you today? Um, I went to on Amazon to see if they were, like, having any Star Wars sales. Got you. They but weren't. The, okay, got it. <laughs> what about you, Tiger Claw? May the 4th be with you? Uh, I haven't done anything Star Wars related. Okay. Uh, Mo, how about you, buddy? Uh, Amazon did have stuff. If you had Prime. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, there it is. They're hiding it from you, Joe. And I just I looked at I a was... bunch of... Don't you have, you have Prime, though? Not anymore. Oh, got you. Which sucks, because there was this video that I loved. It was like You know what you should do, Joe? A box fan. Joe, you have, uh, you have a Kindle, right? Yeah. So, just deactivate your Kindle, like, unregister it. And then if you re-register it, some of your apps won't come back. And then they'll they'll realize that, give you the apps back, and then they'll give you 30 free days of Prime. Oh, okay. That's what happened to me. I was about to say, I thought the end of the story was that some of your apps won't come back. And I was like, that sounds like a terrible thing to do. I'm like, that's a terrible story. Moses, that's bad advice. That's not like like you. I didn't even know my apps didn't come back. That's like saying the Kindle sucks. I bought it does, but I, I bought one book on Kindle, and it was like that. That it was one was it the X Men trade paperback, the Battle for the Atom or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh right. I bought that for five bucks on Kindle. It was terrible. I can see why they bought Comicsology. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then it didn't come back. But I wasn't missing it. And then I got an email saying, "Oh, you might have missed this." Here's why. Allow us to give you five dollars towards your next purchase and a free month of Prime. It's worth a yeah. shot, Jay. Um, y'all yeah, consider it. I mean, thirty days of Prime for free. Like you could watch Man on the High Castle. I hear that's good. Oh, it's amazing. It's scary though. What makes it scary? Well, because it's like it's a future and where, or it's a world where the Nazis took over America. And it's not that different than today. <laughs> now, now that we have the Trump nomination, the is that Trump. what you're trying to say? That's not right. Huh? Donald Donald Trump is not Hitler. No, no, it's before <laughs> Donald Trump. Got you. It's like this is what like all the 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 merits on on, on being a good worker and shit. Like, it's, yeah, it's bullshit. But um, yeah, Trump. All I gotta say about Trump is like, when's the last time somebody used a specific race? To anger up the country and take power. Yeah. It, look, it was Hitler and then Trump, and then any other genocide in Africa. <laughs> I love how we just bundle those. <laughs> it's like I mean, that's just how too it's many done. to like keep them like. Yeah. Okay. Way too many to keep track of all of them. All right. They're all people. 
They're all people. Yeah, but it's a bunch of different countries. Look, well, they were you know, before I, they got genocided. I, <laughs> um, Oz, do you do anything for May the 4th? Nah, uh, no, it's not a real holiday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. I went to Target, and uh, Target had uh, stormtroopers on their doors. And it totally, nice. totally was like, use the force to open the doors. And I did. I was a little shocked. I didn't know I had that in me. <laughs> but I did, apparently. See, that's some BS. Because if you use the force in front of stormtroopers, wouldn't they shoot your ass? Mm-mm. It depends on... You, oh, you, I'm thinking of clone troopers. You deflect, before the order. You deflect the, you deflect the shots. It's like, you but know, if they didn't shoot you in the first place, then... Kind of stupid. You use force absorption, absorb that energy, redirect it, put it out into the into the universe. Dude, you don't get that skill until so late. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, but yeah, uh, Target Target kind of went in. They definitely had a lot of displays for like movies and toys and stuff. I was I was shocked because I, I, well, I just it's all the idea. stuff that they use around Christmas time. They just brought it back out. Today. <laughs> And that very well might be the. Well, did you buy anything? No, no, I bought no Star Wars stuff. You but didn't get the Force Awakens. No, no. Um, I heard it, the behind the good. scenes is good. And they have deleted scenes. Yeah, I, you know what? I don't. I don't know that I need to own that movie. Oh come on, it's great. I don't. I don't own any of the original Star Wars on Blu-ray. You want a free well, copy of it? Four, five, and six are great. Sure, if you wanna, if you wanna give me one, wait. Oh, oh. I have a digital code. Oh, it has the behind the scenes on it. How could you? How I don't could know. you not have the original? I'll take the digital right code, in. whether it has no deleted scenes or, or not. No, I don't have a lot of movies on Blu-ray. Tiger Claw. It's like maybe one day I'll beef up my my movie collection, but. I'm not that worried about it, especially there's this, no no real need to. Now. Yeah, I was gonna say this age of of streaming everything. It's like, you know, I'm I'm okay. I mean, there are some movies I would like to have. Like but, even illegally streaming is like going obsolete too. Like I tried to watch Lords of Salem this morning, uh-huh. and there was a YouTube link for it. <laughs> You're like, I'll just watch it there. Yeah, it was in high def and everything. There you go. I don't know, man. I just kind of feel like, um, you know, too like. I don't know what happened exactly, but I feel like the special features, like, industry has gone the way of the dodo. Like, yes, special features aren't trash, what they used bro. to be, it, and that's uh, what I used to like about course, getting. It doesn't even have that much. In, I mean, it has some good special features, but not some of the good ones like director commentary and stuff like that. Yeah, like I used I to. I was looking forward to, but they, they don't have, have to. <laughs> well, there's no competition for it, so they don't have to do that stuff. So all they do is they put on whatever crap they had that they showed on like the HBO or or uh, yeah the inside or look or whatever, or whatever. Yeah. they stick that up there and then that's it they don't yeah. do any of the cool special stuff like they used to yeah and Which, so by that, the way, that's uh, uh, don't were, worry that, in a couple of months from now they'll release another edition of it with no. even more stuff in it that's the shit they, they used to be to doing do uh, back on DVD too what. Like the, the putting all the yeah. specials they aired on TV, like that was the behind the scenes they used to do on DVD back in the day too. No, that's not true. On a lot of them, they did. I mean, you might have that too, but uh, what 
the DVDs I had, the special features were like extensive. You never seen Jaws on DVD, huh? No, dude, I'm not. Jaws is not a movie that you would talk about being on DVD. Jaws came out in the friggin' like early '80s. Dude, I have the searchers on the HG DVD, and it comes with two documentaries, a history of John Wayne, a, a, the a, a retrospective of Indian culture. It's like they they went deep. Yeah. That's what I'm like. That's what I'm talking about. Stuff where I'm like, like that's because that's what I bought DVDs for. Like I would buy DVDs of movies I liked because I knew that I would find out more about the process of making those movies and like the thought, the thought process behind how different actors came with up with those characters and like talk to the directors, the writers, those kinds of things. Like I liked that. And then they would still maybe even have additional stuff. Like a lot of a lot of the DVDs I had had like interactive type like game type things on them or they would have like you know like just stuff that you would just be like they didn't have to put this on there but they did and that was because you know they were trying I just, harder yeah, i just hate it when they uh i just hate it when they release a bare bones version of a movie and then a few months later they release <laughs> another version which has even more stuff in it yeah but don't like, buy the bare bones um, version bobby vice I mean, had a I thing mean, where it would you hit a button, it would tell you how much how much money each of the cars cost and stuff, and how much money the boat costs. That's crazy. It's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, so I just feel like Blu-rays don't do that a lot because it's been I mean it's been a while since I really felt compelled to own a movie, but I feel like the last one I looked at, I was like, this just this just comes with the movie and that's it. And I'm like, I don't like if it, if I wanted to see just the movie, I can rent that i can probably stream it in like a month and a half or two months i come the avengers movies don't come with like uh digital digital comic books like shouldn't they come with that makes sense to me i'm like the the friggin that came with a code for a digital comic the, ah, screw that noise i want on the screen <laughs> the ultimates the ultimates animated feature uh, you know the Ultimates animated movie that they had made back in the day. I know a few of the DC animated joints did, like uh, Doom. Did oh came with a comic? Yeah. Oh okay. No, I was gonna say that the Ultimates, um, which the comic is so much better. I believe that. The the Ultimates that came the, with an actual physical comic. What did? There's some movies I forget which ones right now, but I remember buying one and it came with a physical comic. That's cool. Yeah, the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, I think I saw some uh, in the Blu-ray comes with the comic. That that's, that's probably it because it was pretty recent. But I'm just saying, like the Ultimates uh, the animated series movies, came, like the special features had like literally like a breakdown of each of the characters and like their history and stuff. So it kind of was like basically a roadmap of who yeah, that. Yeah, but it's Ultimate. Nobody cares. Well, no. Here, listen to what I'm saying. It came with a roadmap of the creation of each character, and then how it kind of they kind of morphed into the ultimate version. So it was like almost like a history of like say for instance Captain America, the the six one six version, and then like talking about like what influences they kind of pull from the character to make the ultimate version of that character, and they did that with friggin' everybody on the Ultimates, and I'm like. I don't understand why a comic book like I would love to see that on every Marvel movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like it is like I mean obviously that'd be harder to do with Avengers, but I would love to see that for like 
uh, like an Iron Man movie or the Captain America movie. Like that'd be awesome. But you know, whatever. Instead, you get those one shots. Right. With Colson. Right. Okay, Derek H. What comic book stuff did you want to talk about? Uh, I've been. I have said in the past that nobody cares about Doctor Strange. Nobody knows about Doctor Strange's history, and I felt like maybe I was being hard on him because he has been like I can't remember a time when there wasn't like Doctor Doctor Strange hasn't been like really important. So I went back and I read. Uh, a Doctor Strange like series? Yes. He's not good. So. <laughs> no, Doctor Strange. His, the, his own series has is notorious for like getting put on and then getting canceled. And Marvel tries it like every so many years. Like they they try it, and it it always like it comes out, and then like a year later it's gone. The character himself, like the character, would be okay if the character like like worked in this world, but he never does, and so he works. He works in a world that basically he can anything can happen. So it's like it's kind of hard to read. What's wrong with be, that? Be, no, no, he'd be like walking down the street, and he'll like go into a a, a drugstore. And then he was like, well, this isn't really a drugstore. It's really the land of Oglomato. And like a rainbow opens up. And she's like, wait a minute. How does, does everybody else know about this door? Because he just walks through a door. And then he's like, in the land of Oglomato, uh, I am talking to this giant eyeball who is the, the keeper of death. And I was like, wait a minute. Let's go back. to You wanted to a drugstore. That's drug badass. Like, why, yeah. is Derek, why is Derek hating on Oglomato? <laughs> I don't what know. issue was that? I want to read that. <laughs> that's that's every issue in the seventies. Can we walk? Like it, it was just hard. I was I was reading. I was like, I don't like. No matter what he wants to do, like he can do it. So he's he, he's kind of like Superman, but if Superman didn't even have powers, like Superman has decided, you know what? I want to make the world make time go backwards. Snap his fingers, time go backwards. That so, happened. He didn't snap uh, his fingers. He had to fly fast, but it happened. He had to do something, though. Like, <laughs> Doctor Strange didn't have to do nothing. You know, Doctor Strange, I've seen Doctor Strange maybe move his arms twice for stuff to happen. Like, he does nothing for anything to happen. It's interesting because I, I don't think you're alone by any means, Derek, in the sense that there, there are definitely a segment of comic book readers that kind of feel like magic is a cop-out. Well, that's the same. Like, I don't. the thing is about, I don't know, like, Derek, did you like Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. But that's the same shit. No. Yeah. No. Yes. There's no, there's no land of Aglomato with rainbows and giant eyeballs. It's no called, well, but there's, a, there's a big floating skull it's in called space nowhere. That, that's a swap meet. <laughs> no, but, okay, but now that we have established that's a floating skull in space, they don't open the door and say, oh, this really isn't a floating skull. We're really on the, on the horns of a unicorn flying through the what mountains about, of... What about Asgard? What? What about Asgard? Like Asgard they... made no sense to me. I don't like... Honestly, <laughs> I don't like Asgard either because they, they didn't do a good job in establishing that world. Uh, but I'm not a big fan of Asgard. So... 
Yeah, I, I will say this. I feel like Doctor Strange's current current uh, series right now is actually pretty good. Who's and pending it? Uh, it's Bachalo. Oh, shit. Yeah, Chris Bachalo is the... Well, he's drawing it. Oh, I'm sorry. You did say pen, didn't you? Well, I'm sure Bachalo uses a pen. Yeah, but but I did mean no, the writer. Pencil. The writer. Yeah, no, the the writer. The, the pen's done by Richard Friend. Friendly, you said. Richard Friend. No, the, that's that's you're talking about the inking, right? Yeah, that's a pen. Yeah, but no, Joe's talking about the writer, right? Yes. Uh, is it Aaron? I think it's Jason Aaron writing it. Holy shit! Yeah, I, I think it's Jason. That's Aaron. amazing. No, it's it's a that's a great team. It's a good it's a good series right now. I mean, and how, and how many issues of it have you all read uh, p- uh, collectively? Oh, like I'm sure I'm the only one that's been reading. Larry's read two. No, and I've read every issue so far. It's like maybe it's at issue six, I think. I just found out who the team was, so I didn't know I was supposed <laughs> to be reading it till just now. Son of a celibate. Sorry. Good lord. I know. Sorry. Um, is the series I, Last Days of Magic? No, the Last Days of Magic is a um, a different like series that they're putting out right now for Doctor Strange. That's not no. the the ongoing Doctor Strange comic. Obviously, you know they're trying to go hard on Strange because the movie's getting ready to come out. But yeah. but you know, but in Marvel's defense, though, they long before they decide to give him a movie, they try to put out Doctor Strange comics. Yeah, as Derek every year or so, they do six issues. Yeah, and you know they just don't fly with most they people. They even had an event with him in it. But <laughs> right, but honestly, Doctor Strange, like when they added him to to the New Avengers, like that was the best Doctor Strange had been in a long time, in my opinion. Like him being with, like on that team, and the way that he. Uh, interacts with them in a team dynamic is really cool, and I feel like it set the the tone for how Doctor Strange kind of exists in the Marvel universe at large moving forward from there. Because like a lot of people will go to him as they should when they have like mystical concerns and needs. Like you, you is no thing for Doctor Strange to pop up in the X Men, or or for you know of course the Avengers can count on him too, or. It, you know when there was Daredevil a, a couple times. Yeah, Dar- yeah, he was in one of the latest issues of Daredevil as well. Yeah, like it's I good mean, stuff. I I guess maybe I'm stupid, but <laughs> Why you stupid? I love all Daredevil books. <laughs> like I haven't read this new one, but I'm sure I love it anyway. Even though I don't, not a big Jason Aaron fan. Daredevil or Doctor Strange. Oh, Doctor Strange. Okay, cool. No, no, I'm not mad at you. Like, he's an interesting character, honestly. Um, like everything Derek said is what makes it good to me. Like, <laughs> right. his battles, like nobody sees them because they all happen in the spirit realm, you know, or or another dimension. I mean, or oh, go ahead. Or and it's it, the way that they express that and convey that through panels and comics is it, it was really fun for me. Like. Mm-hmm. Just smoking a little pot in high school, throwing on a little Pink Floyd, maybe some Tool, maybe some A Perfect Circle, <laughs> maybe even some Radiohead, and just reading the Doctor Strange comic. It's interesting because it was out there, man. Perfect Circle. <laughs> it's interesting because you know, the, like I feel like Derek represents a point of view that, like I said, a fair amount of people have about. 
like magical characters in general and Doctor Strange specifically. But it's but for me, it's like the fact that anything could happen and you don't necessarily have to have a good reason for it to happen is what makes writing stories like that harder, not easier. And I feel like there are a lot of people that feel like it makes it easier because you're just like, oh, you just do what you want. But like not having those kind of constraints can easily let your story get out of hand and just be like really unwieldy. And you're just like watching a whole bunch of random stuff happen. Like I've definitely read that magic book too, you know, but Doctor <laughs> Strange generally has like decently constructed stories and, you know, some are definitely a lot better than others, but uh, it's just the art, like, I don't know, with Doctor Strange, it just feels like they put a lot of extra thought into who they pick to be an artist, mm. you know? Maybe because of that, maybe because they're afraid, like, I don't know what this writer is going to do. We got to get some, like, somebody that can deliver right. the art for it. Caller. You are the seventh member of Fantastic Forum. Tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to talk about. Uh, I'm Hecht, calling from over here. <laughs> Word. And uh, I want to talk comics. That's fair. Um, real quick, are you, wait, are you talking about Doctor Strange, Hecht, or are you talking about different comics? Different. Okay, cool. Real quick, before we leave Doctor Strange... Uh, I don't know if you you noticed uh, Moses, but it seems like you you hit the hail the nail you hit the nail on the head once again in regards to the ancient one. Oh, of course. And them say like they they came out in, in one of their statements saying that that the ancient one is like beyond like race and gender. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, wow. I mean, you don't pick that actress to play a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the actress again? T Tilda Swinton. She was Gabriel and Constantine. You know what? I was just about to ask that. You were ask if she was Gabriel and Constantine? Right. <laughs> I mean, you said transcends, and then you don't get yeah. her to play it's like, a, a If you want to play somebody like, genderless. Oh, Constantine. Yeah, if you need somebody to play genderless, you can't go with a man. Because men, like, I mean, there's very few men that you can't tell are men. Uh, and there's very few women that can play uh, uh, somebody that is basically transcends gender. Um, the only people I can think of is maybe Kate Blanchett and Tilda Swinton. And they clearly obviously, didn't get Kate Blanchett. Obviously, that's not true, or there wouldn't be a brand new law in North Carolina that uh, that touches this very subject. I mean, that's <laughs> that's the South. Like, they're just they're getting whatever laws they can they're looking to marginalize whoever they can they just need to marginalize somebody that is true you know, like, <laughs> yeah it's like if you know yeah it's not a transgender issue they just they don't you know transgenders are the new n-words for this generation it's like they, they already have the water fountains there still you know like like they they're gonna they they probably already still have like an inordinate amount of bathrooms per facility there because it used to be fucking segregated there and they they're holding on hope that it one day will uh so they're just doing that to be able to use those extra bathrooms for transgender 
I, for somebody. I said it uh, on Facebook, and I've, I've asked a bunch of people out here that, because the, the main art, like, we know why they don't want the gender, the transgender bathroom thing, but the argument that they make is that they're scared the little girls are going to get molested. Yeah. I've always argued, why don't you just let the father go in with them? You know, you if 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 I have if I have a little girl and I'm worried she's something's gonna happen to her in the bathroom. Guess what? You're not stopping me from going in there with her. I'm identifying as a concerned father. I've actually seen fathers go in to the bathroom with their little girls. Like I've seen that happen. Yeah, yeah I don't think. Yeah, I see that here all the yeah. time. So I don't see how like that's a problem. It's not even that. Like also, like what are you gonna see in the bathroom? A woman shitting? Like I know some people are into that. Joe, uh, but, <laughs> but you know, it, it, usually it, I don't think you could be transgender and then have a, a another set of issues that involves shit fetish. Like I think the odds of that are really slim. <laughs> Bo's like it's too much. It's too much. Apparently, you don't go to the porn sites I go to. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm not sure your porn sites are legal. <laughs> Heck, before you get yourself in trouble, what comic book stuff were you trying to talk about? <laughs> um, and after that, what sites do you go to? <laughs> uh, to answer the second part first, I'll tell you later. <laughs> And the first part, second, I've been reading uh, this whole Final Days of Superman thing. Oh, okay. What do you think of that? I think it's I think it's pretty good. I, I like it a lot more than most of the New Fifty Two stuff. Right. And they, We're way doing, past like, the New Fifty Two. Our, yeah. our final days, our final days of Superman. Is that its own like event book, or is no, that happening it's, it's, in action? No, in but Superman? we're on DCU now, aren't we? What? Almost. We're we're like on the cusp. No, the the next thing is uh, rebirth or whatever. Right. Right but now it, we're on DCU. We're way past fifty two. Wait, but no, there's there's no there was no, no new fifty two is what we're in right now. Yeah, Just, right now it's like a. Uh, what's the word for? Oh, was it? Wait, was it like the new? Did they, I guess they did do the new DCU, right? Yeah, yeah, like, we're in the DCU right now. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Technically, who, who really the number doesn't change. I'm good. <laughs> well, the numbering hasn't changed for most of the books. All right, so yeah. I just keep reading. Or I, I guess I can't say most of the books, but most of the books that matter. Maybe that's the way to say it. Yeah. So most of the books are the ones. Yeah, back. yeah, they're gonna relaunch everything. I think after Rebirth. But Appar- apparently, the only ones that are like going back to their original numbering are Detective Comics and Action Comics. Oh, those are going back to their original original numbering, like in the high hundreds, like thousands almost, like nine hundred. Oh, 900s. yeah, I guess they would. You're right because before the new fifty two, they were at like nine hundred and something, weren't they? Yeah. So I, I think they're I the only six, two that are going back. That's probably not true. But wait, so I'm sorry, I missed the answer to the the original question I asked. Heck, is it happening in Superman and Action Comics? Yeah, it's it's running through almost every. I think all of the Superman titles. Oh, so Supergirl and like Super Super. No, not not Supergirl, just Superman. Like Superman, Action Comics, Batman, Superman, Superman, Wonder Woman. 
Oh, okay. I'm not going to read all those. Of course you're not. It's like some of those books are good. Well, some of them are but, all right. But they're, they're all, it's all like, remember, remember back in the day, like in the 90s, when all the Superman titles were doing one story. Yes. And it was running through all of them and they had yes. that diamond numbering. Yes. They kind of brought that back for this. Oh, okay. They have a little Superman thing with a number. Yeah. And that's how you follow the story. The, okay. The story. I, I could appreciate that. Yeah, I actually think that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And I do remember that, like back. Like in the day. I, I love right. that that what you call it still did that was the, the BPRD books. Right. It's like we need more of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on that. So okay, it's, and so it's are an you? Interesting story. So the the story you're reading is the one where they're gonna kill the new Fifty Two Superman, basically, right? Yeah. Okay. And it's gonna be the pre Flashpoint Superman that's gonna do it. Well, maybe it's it's not that anybody's gonna kill him. He basically got some kind of kryptonite cancer. Oh, okay. No, I read that story. <laughs> no, no, I read <laughs> that is what that is what happened, Moses. That's from when he tried to get his powers back, right? Yeah, yeah, because he he got depowered. But, uh, I, I don't know what happened before this story arc. Oh, okay. But he, he did some things, and there's three there's three major things that he did that kind of contributed to this one of them was going into some kryptonite chamber at argus mm-hmm. or whatever and then he uh he fought vandal savage right and whatever happened with them i, I have no idea oh, okay. and then fought some other dude i don't know what happened there but uh, everything like everything happened so close together that he ended up with kryptonite cancer that's basically what it is got you <laughs> okay well r.i.p new 52 superman yay does that fool uh has he started wearing like the cape again yet or is he still rocking the t-shirt he he has the uh, the armor suit whatever the oh, okay. armor okay i mean if he's gonna die he should at least die looking somewhat like superman yeah not like but a fan the the way that they write them in this, like I don't I don't I haven't read anything except the first six of Action Comics, mm-hmm. the New Fifty Two, and he was an asshole in those first comics. Yeah, but this Superman, I I'm like I'm kind of sad he's dying. Oh, well. But then that makes but one then of I us. remember that the pre Flashpoint Superman was way better. So yeah, yeah, uh, it, it's a necessary sacrifice. Yeah, he would never let people die. But there, there's a it. lot of shit in this story arc that's going to contribute to the Chinese Superman. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, I don't know how that's going to go down, but th- there's stuff there that's putting the seeds for that story. Poor Crypto. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's not right. It's not right that's, at all. That's how he gets his powers. Oh no. Jesus <laughs> Christ. You people. I, tell I you. took it to the line, but heck just kicked it over. Oh no. That's what I do. He crossed so, that border. <laughs> it's almost like I hopped it. <laughs> so you reading it's anything? It's almost like his back is wet from crossing that line. I'm gonna miss heck after Trump gets elected. <laughs> You're lucky you can hide out over there in the snowy mountains. 
Not for long. <laughs> They'll be coming for you. Look, Oz looks Arab. Like I'm, I'm more worried for Oz than Heck. <laughs> I do get a lot of funny looks out here, uh, especially because I, I don't talk with like a Mexican accent. Maybe you should start dressing like a cholo. Oh yeah, that's gonna make the white people feel better. Like, how do they say "God willing" in Arabic? <laughs> like, you should just say that, <laughs> just as part of your lexicon. Heck, what else are you reading? Uh, I, I went through the whole main series of the original Civil War comics. Uh huh. And uh, that was a pretty good story. It's Iron Man's an asshole in that. A little bit. Not a lot, really, um, though. No, look, look, don't say that. Look, we're going to get into another three-hour discussion. <laughs> it, it, that was... Like, yes, he is, but also, you know, we're, you know, we're Sanders supporters, so we're not going to like Iron Man. Good point. I'm but a I Sanders mean, supporter. It's not even that kind of argument. It's just he screws over so many people. But it's for the greater good. I mean, that's basically a Trump argument right there. That's what I'm saying. Like, that, we can't really how, discuss this without going into how, a full-on debate. How where dare you people? How big, how big my hands are. Compared <laughs> Tony Stark to Donald Trump. That's not right. That's not right at all. Hey, the movie Look. comes out tomorrow. We'll see. <laughs> that, that's what I got from reading that series. Because I mean, everything that got, Tony Stark but, did... The only thing with with Civil War is that it, it peters out at the end, and that's because they saved the the big finish for Captain America's book. But that's what that should that's how Civil War should have ended. That would have been awesome. I mean, it it is how it ended because that, somebody that, go ahead. Somebody pointed out that every event that makes Tony Stark say, "Hey, we should rein it in," has been Tony Stark's fault. <laughs> but you know it's funny because I mean I don't think that that was the case in the comic books no it wasn't but but no, well, I, the movies it, has nothing to yeah, do in the, the movies though yeah in the movies yeah in the movies I could is. see that like even just that like you know I watched the first Iron Man again just him just throwing the rockets yeah in that one like Bosnian village or whatever yeah like he just throws rockets and then walks away with a cool like Black Sabbath montage yeah and it's like that alone is like pff, register that motherfucker, right? Yeah. Which is what the second movie was, mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, we need access to your stuff because you're doing this, this, and that. Right? And he's like, nah, I privatize world liberty, <laughs> you know. And then, and then now he's flip flopped for no reason. No, he, he has a reason. Right, look, we'll see tomorrow. We'll see tomorrow. Yeah, you tell him. Um. Has anybody heard anything bad about Captain America Civil War? I heard no, that the that best I know thing of. about it was Spider-Man. That's kind of bad for the movie itself, right? No. I, no. <laughs> no. Look, I, look, yeah, because the, the, the movie is Captain America Civil War, uh, not no. Spider-Man Civil War. No, it's okay. It's, look. Spider-Man's awesome. I actually oh, got two bad fan bitches. <laughs> I got I got teary eyed driving today, thinking about man. It's like Winter Soldier because I saw a meme and it's Winter Soldier punching everyone, 
except Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man grabs his metal arm with his spider reflexes. And I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> Did you hear that they gave Spider-Man a, a Queens accent? He is from Queens. Right, but it doesn't really... It's never really written that way in the comics as far as... That's, that's not true. Happened. Have you read Big Chunk? I haven't read as many as you. Like, issue 656. Like, there's Coons references all over the place. Like, I'll be mad if they don't... If in the movie, he's not from Forest Hills. Like, there's everybody cool references? comes... Like, Queens references. Like, him growing up in oh. Queens. Right. Like, he... He's technically from the same neighborhood as Joey Ramone from the Ramones, you know? Like, yeah. It's, a Queens accent for Spider-Man is just fine. Shit, I take a Long Island accent. <laughs> I just, you know, all I know is, you know, a lot of people have seen this movie now, and I haven't heard anything but positive stuff about it. Like, and I'm just, I'm really excited just because I got, I got it hasn't webs. played in America yet. I got webs shaved into my skull. <laughs> oh, my scalp, rather. Sorry. And see how that's misleading. I shoot webs over people's face, neck, and chest. People got a, guys got a ninety-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> there it is. I, well, see, I still don't trust those people, though. <laughs> After he shed his tears. <laughs> I mean, it, no, it's just, it's one of those things, like, people, there, there's a predisposition in the public, uh, you know, to love Marvel movies. I'll give you that. And and it's just, part of it is the charisma of all the actors they choose. You know, like, the, the guy, look, I love the dude from Superman, Henry Cavill. Like, I think he's a good Superman, like, his look, everything. The way they write those movies is shit. But if they would have wrote a good movie with him as Superman, I take it. I oh, think yeah. he's got that. He's got that wholesome look. He's just playing the wrong Superman. Like he can't play that evil Superman because he doesn't look evil. He doesn't look malice. He doesn't look. He doesn't look like he has that killer instinct in his eye. He looks sensitive. He looks soft as fuck. You know. <laughs> I don't know if I feel that way, but <laughs> I hear where you're coming he, from. Like you've but, seen him look angry. He doesn't look angry. He doesn't play angry well. But you know what, though? His angry face looks like he's farting. Yeah. And then you got Ben Affleck, got the personality of a dead moth. What? I love Ben Affleck. <laughs> look, I, look, any movie he's in, he's like, you know, that's why he's, I guess that's why they think he's a good Batman, because they mistake his lack of personality for being stoic. But it, it's not, like, I, you know, it, it's, it is what it is. I can't even talk about that shit. We got Civil War coming out tomorrow. <laughs> but everybody they got in these Marvel movies, whether you know Thor, you would think they would get the stoic guy with no personality, but that guy is charismatic. People like him. Yeah, you know Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. It was like he's got more charisma in the movies than he does in any Tony Stark comic ever, <laughs> because it's like I don't like Iron Man comics, but I love Iron Man in the movie. You know, and then the dude, Chris Evans, playing Captain America. Like, that's how they should have played Superman in these new movies. Yeah. You know, like, he's got that wide-eyed optimism, almost naivete, but then really it's like, whoa, whoa, this guy knows what the values are. Right. And he upholds them. Right. You know, like, he's got that. That's what you need, that 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 dwindling line between uh, uh, that hope 
and then that realism yep. and then that willing to take the action to change that realism to reflect that hope. Yep. And that's what that Superman's missing. And yeah. Captain America's got it. Like he Chris Evans plays that man phenomenally. Yep. I'm more scared about the next wave of people they're going to be getting. Like they might not do that good a job because, you know, they're not as hungry Marvel Studios. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, the next wave of people we're talking about are like Chadwick Boseman and Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, like those are both friggin' like I don't think I don't hard think they hold on to Benedict that for that long. You don't think he'll do three movies if they want him? I mean, unless he already signed on to them, but there's no, I haven't heard nothing about that. You know, I it think, might be I, one of those things where they don't make any more Doctor Strange and they just. In one of the Avengers movies, they just, oh, let's go to this dojo here. Oh, it's the sanctuary. Hey, Dr. Strange. And then he comes <laughs> out for five minutes. I wouldn't be mad at that. No, I mean, that's what his role in the comics has been for the last 20 years. So it's appropriate. But, yeah, I, I don't I don't think they could hold on to him for too long. Man, you said the last 20 years, and I realize that's like 1996. Yeah. Mm. It's messed up. Look, 1996. <laughs> that's when that they did exactly that in that Spider-Man yep. animated series. Yeah. So you know, um, cool, 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 cool. Damn. Are we still talking about comics? Yeah, we should talk about more comics. Okay. <laughs> I picked up Punisher number one. Came out today. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wait, number one? Yeah. I, oh, you know what? Yeah, that makes sense. Damn. I forgot. It's like friggin' post uh post Secret Wars. Who, yeah. And who was the team on that again? It's uh what's his name? Oh, I can't believe uh damn it. The dude from Preacher and, and the other Punishers. Um Steve Dillon. Okay. And uh, written by Becky Cloonan. Oh, how was it? Oh, man. Well, I guess we'll go into the review right away. So the cover is amazing. It's <laughs> Becky Cloonan art. I mm -hmm. usually don't like to read comics that she writes and doesn't draw. But I've been catching up on Southern Cross. Uh -huh. like that. And... She does some fantastic shit in both covers and writing there. And then the artist does a really good job of of drawing space in a weird, like, minimalistic kind of way. Almost like Mike Allred does for Silver Surfer. Okay. Where it's like, it feels scientific, but it's also kind of stylized. And the way that you choose to draw things in motion in space is key when you're stylized like that because... You know, in, in stylized art, in like Mike Allred or Andy Belanger in this case, it's usually kind of static. It's not as kinetic, especially when the story takes place in the cabin in the spaceship for the most of it. But drawing motion in space can be a little tricky for for a lot of these nubile people. Why? But not, not for Andy Belanger. <laughs> He does a, a fantastic job. So that primed me to read this Punisher book because now I was willing to n see that something not drawn and written by Becky Cloonan could be fantastic. Why so is Punisher I, in space? 
it's not in the space. I was giving you a primer on how I prepared myself to read a book that was written by Becky Cloonan and not drawn by her. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now in the publisher, you have Steve Dillon, which everybody looks that he draws looks like they haven't slept in 40 days. That's true. That's not the case in this book. <laughs> really? Yeah, he got rid of that. Wow. Only Punisher and this other guy that's going to be the the villain, I guess, for the rest of the issues. Only those two dudes look like that. <laughs> Which is great. Because it's like, you know, that kind of took me out of, uh, of the other books. They're not too bad, but it's just his style. And it's like everybody looks like they've been smoking crack. You know, like they've been on a binge and they're, they're coming <laughs> down, you know? <laughs> like I swear, some of those lips look ashy. Yeah. But that's not the case in this book. And maybe it's the inker and colorist. I don't know. But the art for Steve Dillon is probably some of the best he's ever done. And mm. then, yeah, the, the writing, it basically starts off with uh, a couple people trying to get a case against this big drug dealer. Um, and they're building up evidence. They're staking out the police. And the Punisher is as well. <laughs> so before they can get the warrants necessary to make the arrest, the Punisher just goes in and does a killing spree on that warehouse of drug dealers and stuff. Uh huh. And then when the next morning comes and they have all the necessary signatures to make the arrest, they just open the door and they find a pile of dead bodies. That's crazy. That's and then the, the guy's like, man, you think another, another gang came in, this new cop? And then the the lead detective on it, she says, nah, this ain't no gang. This is the work of the Punisher. And then they get pissed because he's like, he beat us to it, you know? Like, they can't do what they got to do because he he got in. Got in. He didn't need no signature. Right. Now, the Punisher doesn't talk through this whole book. That's crazy. That, that is, That's a, a great way to do or introduce the Punisher into a new series, though. And, th- and this is why I-, I was saying this book was brilliant in this writing. I don't really like Punisher books that much. Uh, now, granted, I read a lot of the 90s books. I didn't read the Ennis that much. Uh-huh. But that even that was written in Ennis's style, so it's like, yeah. it's different than, you can't say that's just a regular old Punisher book. Yeah. Now, this book, you can't say it's a regular old Punisher book either. You know, because at least the way this first issue went, it was essentially, you know how we talked about Todd McFarlane trying to make a new Spawn movie where it didn't center on Spawn, but centered on Sam and Twitch. Right. Like dealing with the aftermath of Spawn doing this shit. Right. This is exact. This issue felt like when we heard that and thinking, man, that might be cool. Mm -hmm. They did this here in Punisher number one. Gotcha. It's like it had almost a horror feel because you just see a bunch of massacred bodies and you don't know what did it. Like the reader knows, but the people that you're following don't, (laughs) you know? And it's like you just see this carnage and death and destruction. And it's like, man, they're chasing this Punisher. It's the boogeyman, you know? Right. Real quick, and, who's who's uh, popping bubble wrap? Exactly. See how quiet it got. <laughs> Go ahead, Mo. 
but yeah, um, that's that's basically this book in the in a nutshell. <laughs> it, it's almost like a horror story about the where the Punisher is a boogeyman. The, the Punisher is a monster. Yeah, that makes sense. He doesn't talk, and yeah, it, it's just like you see in any of the '90s books, especially earlier '90s. You see Punisher just going on a killing rampage, but. You hear him. You you see. You read his captions while he's killing. He's reliving right. everything he could do to the people that you know. In this issue, like we know all that about Punisher, we we know we know all that baggage. Right. And we know he's gonna kill. But it, it basically the way it told the story was through the eyes of people that haven't one hadn't witnessed, and the other knows the mo. And she's kind of schooling this guy on what she what is going on now, and yeah, it was it was probably usually I read a bunch of number ones and they're like okay I gotta read more. This number one was nice and complete. It was still to be continued, mm-hmm. but this one story was good. Like it could have been a one shot, and you got everything you need from a Punisher story and more. That's fair. That's it, good to hear because, you know, honestly, I felt like Nathan Edmondson, who who wrote the last one, would have been a tough act to follow. And I mean, it definitely took like it it like the the frame of it like leaned towards his interests with like the whole paramilitary and 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 covert ops kind of thing. Um, but you know, it it played towards Punisher's like soldier background and like him like trying to be basically trying to fight a, a war tactically, a war on uh, a war on crime tactically. Yeah. And it was it was a great book. I liked it a lot. Um, and you know, he was doing that and Black Widow at the same time, and both of those books were awesome. But um, I was wondering what this Punisher book was going to be like and if it was going to be able to like hold up but it sounds like it's doing a fantastic job so far so good Uh, eventually it will probably have to get into some of that Punisher paramilitary like using tactics because it always goes into that (laughs) no matter what kind of story it is because that's part of who the character is He's, he's a war machine right yeah um and yeah, but the way this first issue laid it out for you, it was a perfect introduction for anybody that never read any Punisher books. I wonder if I mean, obviously, at some point, Punisher will will speak. He'll say something. Yeah. But I wonder if they're going to stay away from like the inner di- dialogue kind of aspect of things. If they're just going to keep his thoughts to himself, and all the only thing you see from him is what he says and what he does. Because that would be that'd be interesting. I would, yeah, uh, yeah, that would be interesting. Especially, you know, with a character like Punisher, it's like you know, sometimes the inner the inner monologue is the thing that makes it so that you can know that he's an anti-hero as opposed to like a villain. Well, here because you kind of get that sense without him even having an inner monologue or dialogue, oh, okay. you get that sense just from. Uh, other people talking about them, you know, like there's an old mercenary that they got to to guard this thing 
this object. I don't want to spoil it. Mm-hmm. And he worked with Frank in the military. So once he heard a certain explosion outside the warehouse, everybody's like freaking out. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, it's not what. It's who. It's Frank Castle. And then <laughs> somebody's like, we got to kill him. We got to kill him. And then as this guy, this guy, this one guy just that they hired just goes on the killing spree and just kills everybody in front of him. Like the, eventually the Punisher would get to those guys, but he's going to kill his way to the Punisher. Jeez. Basically. So he's like killing, and then he goes, and then somebody's like, why are you killing us? You know, like you got to kill Frank. And then he's like, no, nah, you can't kill Frank Castle. He's already dead. And then he keeps firing away. And then when he finally gets to Frank, he says, look, I know you want to kill me. <laughs> I can see it in your face, even though you're not expressing anything. But all I got to say is, what are you going to do? You have, I have something for you in another room that's going to help you in the long run. Or you could just kill me here, and then you don't know where exactly the other thing is. And then there's this silence, and then you just see the guy running away. And then Frank goes for a, a, a folder, a, a file in the other room. <laughs> Like, once he realizes that he's going to let him go for the the bigger thing, mm-hmm. he tells him, oh, it's the green file over there, <laughs> as he runs away. So that guy, I think, is going to come back later on. Like, it's a part of a bigger thing. Right. And then the main villain that set up that whole warehouse thing is going to come back. That sounds, uh, yeah. that sounds like, pretty cool. Yeah. So... What would you rate Punisher number one, Moses? Um, I would give it five. Yeah, five uh, 50 caliber bullets through the skull. <laughs> That's fair. I guess um, we should do some news, huh? Well, you didn't read nothing. I'm the only one reading comics here. You know, uh,. I've been reading comics, but I've been trying to catch up on stuff. So, I don't know that I read anything that I would say would be appropriate to review. Um, not, I mean, not because it's bad or anything. Just, like, for instance, like, I've been catching up on uh, the standoff stuff, which is, like, the, like, little mini Avengers event going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um which the the events of standoff are kind of part of what leads to or at least part of what's supposed to be leading into civil war 2 and so yeah it's like it's kind of like the books themselves it i guess the the way to say it is it's the it's one of those worst kinds of crossovers where like if you're reading if you're reading one of those books and you don't, you weren't looking to read the other ones, it's like it totally like disturbs your your reading of that title, and you like you won't know like exactly what's happening if you're not reading the other books. And that's the lead into Civil War Two. It's like kind of it, it. It's not the lead in directly, but it it kind of lays some of the foundation. I think the actual lead ins for Civil War Two come in. In um, Iron Man and 
I think uh, Captain America, Sam Wilson. Maybe that might happen with Captain America, Steve Rogers as well, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, and I, I'm wondering if they'll do Captain Marvel because, you know, Captain Marvel's kind of at the forefront of one of the sides for Civil War Two. But I don't know that. I'm not sure of her book. Even though I'm reading it, I haven't seen anything that's indicating it's going to have like a road to Civil War Two kind of thing going on to it. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, like. I'm enjoying reading Standoff personally, but again, like, it's hard to review because it's like you're you're basically reviewing like the whole thing, the whole thing, right? And and I technically still need to read the last part. So, even though I will say there was an awesome moment, um, or yeah, and you know maybe the way I feel like it was an awesome moment was because it was uh it was the new Avengers, which is is uh sunspots team roberto roberto da costa like his team of avengers uh which are basically uh you know he bought aim and aim island he became like the head of the whole thing has a team of avengers that kind of acts as like a field team and then uses aim as like their like support system and so um it was that group of avengers which i think it's like uh songbird and um wiccan and hulkling squirrel girls on there too um and i feel like i'm missing is is it white tiger i think and and power man or am i getting my avengers mixed up now I only remember Sunspot and Squirrel Girl. <laughs> that's fair. I think that's the team, though. And um, they had to infiltrate S.H.I.E.L.D. And so they were fighting, like, the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which, you know, has, the, has their own book. And, you know, it's unfortunate because they don't integrate as well as I would hope into the, the Marvel the Marvel Universe because they're like trying to make them like the TV show but that doesn't necessarily fit well into the comic book space and especially like to the point where like they have like Deathlock in there and it's like Deathlock doesn't have any business one being in S.H.I.E.L.D. but then two <laughs> like being an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. next to like comic book Melinda May and comic book Fitz and Simmons that don't get anywhere near the same kind of or that didn't get the same kind of attention that, like, you know, Coulson or or Black Nick Fury got, you know? How is the Deathlock book? The Deathlock book was really good. And that was another book that was being written by Nathan Edmondson, where it was just, like, really, like, spy thriller thing going on. But... I'm pretty sure that that Deathlock in that book is not the same Deathlock that's in Agents of Shield. Oh, okay. And so, and that's the problem, because <laughs> that that Deathlock is awesome, but it's not that guy. It's a different guy. Um, but there was a cool moment because what happened is Shield put Hawkeye on that Avengers team, 
to be like kind of like a custodian because they didn't trust Sunspot because one, he's like funding AIM and two, they're just like, they just don't know him like that, which, you know, it makes sense. I mean, look at his history. What about it? He's like been running with the X-Men all this time. It's like, you gotta watch them, those people. Mutants? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay, Trump. Whatever. Whatever. You hear this bigoted son of a bitch right here? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but, um, but no. It, it's um. There was a moment where, you know, they put Hawkeye on the team to like kind of watch them. But and then we're talking about Clint. Yeah, Clint Barton. Yeah, I'm sorry, Clint Barton. Not not Kate Bishop. And, yeah. and they don't trust her either. Nah, yeah, they shouldn't. That's like, but she's awesome. But she's a kid. She is young, and her dad was a supervillain. So, but um, and there was a point where he kind of got won over by them, and he, you know he he ended up like basically turning his back on Shield because Shield was doing some some shady stuff. <laughs> but there was a cool moment where the team was distracting Deathlock and Hawkeye like took a long shot with his bow of with his bow and arrow off the wing of a Quinjet and it was interesting because there was a point where Deathlock like like a moment before Hawkeye shoots the arrow he kind of understands what's happening and he turns looks over his shoulder and he sees Hawkeye and Hawkeye the the line was what made it cool cuz he he pulled uh the Daily Show joint. It was like, it, and here it is, your moment of zen. <laughs> and shot, and I'm like, that's pretty kick-ass. Like, I'm like, that's a that's a good moment for Hawkeye right there. Nice. But, yeah, that was probably the best thing that happened in that issue, though. <laughs> so it's like, again, in the grand tapestry of the stories, of the, of the story they're telling, it's cool because it's a moment in the big story. Right. But in the course of that particular book, it's kind of like that's probably the best thing you can get out of that issue because those Shield characters, like they're so they're trying to develop them, I think, but there's it's not working. And it's one of those things where it's like you know that that's why this that book is in that standoff crossover because nobody's reading that. Yeah, not every not every TV show translates to comics, right? And vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know me. I can't afford comics right now, but I have been watching anime. Yeah. But unfortunately, I am. Well, I don't want to get into it because I don't, you know, I don't have the information in front of me. But yeah, next week I could do some anime talk. Okay. We'll we'll allow it, Joe. Next week, anime talk. Anything you watch or read, you should be prepared to talk about. Ooh. So say it the Moses, so it shall be. Yeah. I'm just thinking about the quality of the show. Like, everything I watch, I think, you know, how can I talk about this? Now, 90% of everything I do, I don't talk about. But. Yeah, Moses, right. Everything you do, Moses, you should be prepared to talk about, Moses. Moses, right. Right. That's what I'm saying. I do 90% percent of the things that I read or see I don't get to talk about because 
I'm doing that for everything. And then turns out I only get to talk about, you know, I, I crowbarred in Southern Cross. <laughs> but <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to crowbar nothing in, Mo. You know, I do. We never have time. No, man. You just gotta. All you gotta do is let me know what you want to talk about. Half the time you don't reply to me. This guy. Right. That's what people. <laughs> that's what I do. I mess around and let my friends be like, "Hey, hit me up," and then I'd be like, "Nope, not talking to you." I talked to you, Moses. I talked to you today. Barely. <laughs> and how many times today did you say, "Yeah, let's do Southern Cross today"? Exactly. Well, Southern Cross is old. I mean, I I read Southern Cross weeks ago. Okay. Today, hey, I got the chance to talk about it through okay. Punisher. Okay. Got it. Getting all nostalgic. Are you? Yeah, hearing uh, Southern Cross is making yeah, me think of that Matt the, Cross. Uh, that's what the title did for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I wanted to replace my copy of Southern Cross, but the prices are ridiculous. They're like in the hundreds of dollars to replace. Um, take to replace uh, for. For the the anime? Yeah. Like, or the Japanese it? version. Oh, got you. What did you say, Will? On what format? Um, last time I was looking, I saw, like, a DVD for, like, a couple hundred. Yeah. I know I sold the VHSs a long, like, 25 years ago. Wow. No, 17 years ago for like a good chunk of change. Yeah. And they were bootleg too. Man. Like the bootleg should be cheaper. Right. But when it's the only thing you can find and nobody else has it. <laughs> right. At least now you should be like technically you should be able to find a, a, a digital download somewhere. But I know that's not what you want, but it can hold you over. But back then, you couldn't even do that. Right. Indeed. Okay. Now, uh, the news, right? Yeah. Here it comes. Comic book news. Uh-oh. Sorry, I don't know what What'd you do this time? I don't know. I don't know. Hold on, I'm going to try that again. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> Comic book news. We should have a... Like, uh, like Well, not, not like that, but... like. I agree. Like, dun-dun. I thought we were doing the Shazam one now. Oh, next. Larry time. doesn't have it. I don't oh, think I that did. one was awesome. I think it's so was... much awesomer than this version. That was Tiger Claw, I think, that had that one. You got to talk to the Claw. Maybe one day he'll play it for you. So, um, did did we talk about last week? Did we talk about 
Inhumans coming off of Marvel's movie slate? We we didn't talk about that. No, we didn't talk about that. Why the lead actor? I think it happened the very next day. Wait, say that again, Moses. I think it happened the very next day or the same day, like after the show. Yeah, I think it did happen the same day, but I think it happened before the show, and I don't. I think we forgot to talk about it. But no, no, they. I don't even think they had any actors yet. I think. you know the the word was that and it's all like kind of speculation i think still at this point even though who knows maybe it might be more so right now because i didn't look for for that news today mm-hmm. but um they were just kind of like not sure if they wanted to do it based on the stuff that was happening on the tv side of things within humans Oh, for the love of which I was like I don't see I mean I mean they should they should take like everything that they've been doing on the TV side has been fine real quick what what's going on on the TV side is Medusa there no there's none of the no. none of the humans that are the ones that you would know or think of if you're like oh well these people have to be in an humans movie Okay, so no, none of those people are in, in the TV in stuff. Humans so is fuck that. Word for mutant now. So go ahead and fuck that idea of using from the TV show. You go and you take uh, from the current Marvel. You do like a story of Medusa running her little, not little. I don't mean little, but you know she's got her like territory, like in New York, mm-hmm. where she's the queen of. You build your movie around that. Yeah, no, I mean, trust me, Joe, like, I feel like that's what the plan was. Like, it wasn't, I don't know if it was going to be Medusa, because I think Black Bolt was going to be in that movie. No, no, no. He's, he's not the queen. Well, no, he's the king. Yeah, we need Queen Medusa right now. Isn't there, what's what's the difference, really? It's not going on between Marvel Studios and its television division. Wait, what, say that again, Tiger Claw? Isn't there a rift going on between Marvel Studios and the television division? You know how, like, the TV show had been pushing the Inhumans really hard, and Marvel Studios was having problems with the producer, you know, the original guy, before they decided to go with someone from Disney? Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know if a rift is the right word. Because I don't know, I don't know if the movie people necessarily cared as much or enough to call it a riff about the TV people. You know, I don't know if I they care. I know huh? the TV people are taking a major hit. What do you mean? There's a there's a story out now that they might not do. Uh, that Marvel's Shield spinoff. Oh, most, most wanted. wanted. Uh-huh. And they might not even do a season three of Agent Carter. Really? Well, now, even we... and Punisher might not even happen. Wait, Netflix. Wait, what? I, I, wait, we just announced Punisher. How could Punisher not happen all of a sudden? I just saw a headline saying that it got canceled, but I didn't read it, so I don't know how true it is. How could it get canceled? It hasn't even started. That's what I'm saying. I would, I would put Punisher in a different spot because that's going to be a Netflix thing and the way they don't give ratings or anything it's pretty it's really up to Netflix whether they want to do it or not 
as far as TV stuff. Well, goes, no, like, it's, uh, it's, it, but it's ABC Studios putting up the bill right. for production. Like, it's, it's up to them if they want to put up that bill. Yeah. No, that bill. I mean, Netflix, Netflix definitely, you know, you're right in the sense that they don't have the, uh, you know, the whole ratings thing to worry about, but you're right. It's, or Moses is right in the sense that ABC Studios is the one that's messing around and, and putting up that money. And Netflix, of course, is is going to, you know, they love a Mar- another Marvel show based on what's happened so far with that stuff. But, yeah, I don't, but I don't, I don't understand. I didn't, I didn't know that they potentially may not be making these, these other TV shows. Like, what's the, why would that be the case? Uh, Agent Carter, they're saying lower ratings than what they, than what they should have got. And, uh, most wanted, I don't, just says they want to kind of cool things down a little bit. I don't know what the hell that means, but damn. I mean, seriously, well, how long did they expect Agent Carter to last? Agent Carter's a really good show. It is, but you know, it, it's not. It was. I think they 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 put extra faith in it and extra money in it. You know, because faith is you know is expressed through money in this case. Because of their conjoined, like, cinematic universe stuff, you know? But now that they're not, there's no synergy, necessarily. Right. They don't need to, they don't need that to to tell any more stories. Like, to, to expand on the stories, per se. Plus, Plus I didn't say Agent anything Carter. about how good it was. I said, how long did they expect it to last? Like, a period piece on TV, they typically don't do well i i honestly think they were surprised they got a season two well so and i feel bad for how long did the uh the medicine woman last i don't know what that is dr quinn medicine woman it was a western i remember that 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 lasted for a long time yeah how long did bonanza last I mean, Bonanza's a whole different period of TV, though, right? How long did Pan Am last? <laughs> I think, like, six episodes. How long did Mad Men last? Ah, that's true. That's AMC. That's a different animal. Wait, why does I mean, if you're going to add caveats to every single yeah. thing, like... Yeah, that's true. I think Mad Men counts. Hey, I gave you like, Dr. Pan Quinn. Am, like, Pan Am is the only reason... The, uh, Mad Men's the only reason Pan Am... Existed and Playboy Club. That's true. But um, I feel bad for those actors that the 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 home chick and the dude that they spun out of Shield. Like they literally like wrote them off the show, so they can have their own show. And if that show doesn't happen, they messed around and got written off a TV show that's probably gonna get another season or two for nothing. That's strike two for Padalecki. <laughs> they could bring him back. I guess, well, it'll be tough. How tough? You just say, we got everyone. Now we're back. No, they, they got, like, disavowed. Disavow him again. It happened in Bird Notice. You said avow him again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but in Bird Notice, 
in in road notice he got burned but it wasn't like public this was public it was like we can't say that you're agents because then we have to go to war with russia you know <laughs> and so they literally got disavowed and they were like yeah you got to stay in russia we can't we can't take you out of russia so I, their show was supposed to take place in russia they're supposed to fight craven the hunter oh that would have been awesome i like craven i don't know if he'd do well in the shield show but yeah i like him still yeah well i hope it works out for them i tell you and so and of course like we we just touched on it just now but they might get a show on netflix well that's kind of like where i was going uh punisher on netflix how do you guys feel about that if it's gonna happen <laughs> like i want to see it but if it doesn't happen like as long as we can get my cloak and dagger <laughs> i'm just saying like, I'll, I'll be okay i feel like everybody else gets what they want joe's gotten guardians and cloak and dagger moses got spider-man in the mcu well look that we don't know till tomorrow Whatever, 24 man. hours from now that joint's gonna, gonna, awesome. gonna be awesome gonna be awesome though right I now know. like i i kind of got thedos but i'm not like, this i don't like this gold suit thing still i'm like okay. no it's, it looks it's good no it's not good i tell you um when you got nebula <sighs> joe <laughs> let's please don't do this <laughs> not right now <laughs> um did you guys see that that thing with the the special effects studio with the post of the apocalypse bust that like basically what Mar what Fox passed on for yeah for oh, yeah, X Men Age of Apocalypse? Mm mm. Yeah, it didn't look finished. I mean, it might not have looked a hundred percent finished. But it looked it looked more like apocalypse than this fucking shitty ass they got. Right. Let me see how shitty this new one is. It looks. Let me hop out of chat real quick. It looks just like apocalypse, and I like too. Like, why in the world would Fox look at this and be like, you know what? I think we're gonna look at some other studios first. It's like, well, obviously you don't want to make an apocalypse movie. <laughs> or a movie with apocalypse in it. If, They're if, not going to use the celestial technology, are they? I, I uh, come on now. I, I, I don't think I they think can, right? Because, because Marvel owns the celestials. Yeah, I think Marvel does have the celestials. I think. Yeah. But I don't know. They might use uh, the the trans mode virus or techno organic. <laughs> they might use the the phalanx. <laughs> oh. Who knows? I, I don't know. They might not even do that. Like with Fox and Brian Singer, like he just he could just be Apocalypse and that's it. <laughs> that's Oldest it. Mutant. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen reveals that there's never gonna be the skimpy Scarlet Witch outfit in the movies. I'm okay with that. Who's caring about that? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure somebody would like to see I mean, the OG, like the, the classics. Not, not necessarily costume. for skimpiness. 
I mean, but just because it's classic. Like, yeah. I mean, if they did it in a, in a promotional picture, that would be okay. But I wouldn't want to see her in the movie like that. Why not? It feels. He's also the one that d- didn't like that he couldn't see Karen Page's tits in Netflix. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I know. Look, look. I catalog everything you say just to remind you of it whenever you contradict yourself. <laughs> Wait, but why? Why don't you? Wouldn't you want to see that costume? I think it doesn't mesh with everyone else's costume. Like in a comic, uh huh. Your art style can tie it together. But I I don't think it would really work, mm. and like I don't think it works with the look of everyone else. Gotcha. Yeah, I so mean, I have integrity. I I don't just want nudity. <laughs> I want it to be good. Good nudity. I mean, this isn't nudity. Like, well, yeah. it's titillation. I mean, it doesn't have to be like. Scar- I just want to see her. I want to see Scarlet Witch. How Scarlet Witch looks. It's funny because I was saying that today where I'm like, it's interesting that movie Scarlet Witch is like just a regular chick in yeah. red and black. Like Jessica Jones and her, like it's just skin tone and hair color that's different. I don't know. I don't feel like they look alike. I mean, they wear the same outfits. Leather no. jacket and jeans. Leather pants and denim jacket. <laughs> yeah. Comfortable yet Good shoes for sturdy ass kicking. Jesus Christ. Look, uh, you know what, Jay? I think I put it on Facebook. If that's, yeah, like I think it's on my Facebook. Don't worry, I'll, I'll find it for you real quick. <laughs> like, Joe's like, what am I supposed to do with that? And I was like, don't worry, Jay, I got you. Um, but yeah, um, I did. Did she say why that wasn't going to happen? Um, let me see if I can read this quote here. It says about the same meeting. Joss Whedon even mentioned who we were meeting about. He said, "There's this character, Scarlet Witch, that I'm interested in for you to play." And then he said, "When you go home and Google her, just know you'll never have to wear that." You'll never have to wear what she wears in the comics. Oh, okay. And she says, because I did ballet growing up, I know that's not a confident look. I actually do finger exercises because I try to figure out. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, she does. Well, that's like the original, like, he probably did the same thing to the Hawkeye guy. He was like, look, you're going to be Hawkeye. You're not going to do anything in the first movie, but the second movie, we're going to use you way too much. But don't worry. <laughs> you're never going to have to wear this purple outfit. I mean, he wore a purple outfit did. in Avengers. But he didn't, wear, he didn't wear the mask, though. He didn't wear that, that goofy that goofy purple. Uh, he might as well have. I mean, he's wearing purple. Like, purple's not the greatest color around for a dude. Unless you're Prince. Yeah, but he didn't look like a dude wearing it. The only people, the only person that really kept their look from the comic book uh, 100% intact was uh, was uh, Black Widow. She shouldn't even be there. 
Captain Iron Man. Captain America. Uh, no, Captain America is totally completely different. Yeah, Vision. Ultron. Well, I saw a picture of Vision wearing a tweed suit, so. That happened. Okay. Did you guys see um, the thing with Olivia Munn talking about why she turned down the role for in Deadpool? What's the matter? Is this just the reason for people to hate on Olivia Munn because they want because she won't have sex with him? Is that what this is, who's, Lawrence? Who's, who's are you it? about to talk trash about Olivia Munn because she won't go on a date with you? Wait, first of all, I don't know that I would want to date Olivia Munn. Wait, turn down what role? Oh, excuse me. You're too good for it. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not too good. It's just like it's just not my type. Like You're Olivia, Derek, Olivia Munn is beautiful, but you know, it's not like I'm trying. I'm not trying to date Olivia Munn. Um, but I was just she. She basically said she turned down a role in Deadpool because she wanted to. Stories about Olivia Munn are coming out just so people can trash wait, her for some reason. Wait, wait, wait. The, wait it, this is a... it's actually coming out. No. To, no. pro- to help her promote her movie, right? Because she was taught. She did an interview. She said she turned down the Deadpool role in favor of the role of Psylocke in X Men Apocalypse. Which role was she gonna be? The love interest? Yes. That shit role. That was nothing. Yeah. Like, why would she take that? Well, she wanted the role to have. She wanted to have more action scenes. Well, here's yeah. the here's the thing though. I know for me, if I read the script for Deadpool. And probably read the script for X Men Apocalypse. I probably want to be in Deadpool, but not X Men Apocalypse. Well, Even though, okay, we you have a lesser role. Even if you it. were like, if your character was like nobody, and then your character was somebody in the other one. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, I don't think well, that's how the guy that used to be Green Lantern. We're gonna give him another shot, or you can be in this movie, the third movie with Jennifer Lawrence. And Hugh Jackman. Which one do you want to? Which, like, of course, she's gonna pick the Jennifer Lawrence movie, where she plays a strong character, actually does shit. Yeah, you're one of the four horsemen that of the could, apocalypse. It, it would actually yeah. show some of her range for future projects in her career. Right there, I'm I'm Psylocke, Horseman of the Apocalypse. I'm out. I'm in like, this, I got integrity. Movie, <laughs> gonna, yeah, you're she don't know the there. difference between Psylocke and fucking. Side blade. That's not a lot of difference. Wait, wait, we all can't talk at once. Wait, hold on. That's what I'm saying. But you're gonna be, you're gonna be locked into a cylinder and not do nothing. I I hear where you guys are coming from. What I'm saying. Better roll. I don't. Yeah. Look, trust me. It's the cop geeking me. But she's not a comic book geek. I, I, I'm not saying she is. She's Even though I did see another story where she said that she was like the driving force behind making sure that that Psylocke suit was purple. They were going to make it all black. She's like, I'm not doing it unless it's purple. But that's well, bullshit too because she should have been the driving force be- behind Psylocke not being a horseman of the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. Like that, but that's what I'm saying. Like you know, that that's hype. She didn't know? read. She didn't read a comic book. She she saw the Google. She saw the yeah. Google image, and she was like, "Okay, it's purple. I want it to be purple, and that's and okay. No, no I'll give a props for that." Color, don't worry, you won't be wearing what what he saw in the comic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will definitely be wearing what you saw in the comic. 
actually they were going to make it all black jumpsuit. He's like, no, I wonder where what she wears in the comics. That would be cool. Look, I'll say this. It she, looks like I mean, she worked she really like hard. Body like that. I don't think, first of all, I don't think the Olsen chick has the body to pull off a Scarlet Witch. Right, well, you, you see her in a bikini? And what does it matter? She, she has the powers that she could change reality. She has to wear a bathing suit to do that? I've seen her naked. I just want to see <laughs> Scarlet Witch like she looks in the comic. That's it. Look, they're going to obviously, like, if they did decide to put her in a costume like that, they're going to tailor it to fit her. So they're going to bed crying with her imaginary kids beside her. That's the that's the one you want to see. Yeah. That would be cool. Like, that, yeah. honestly, yeah. like, I want I want to see. I, I don't like this neutered Scarlet Witch we've been seeing. Well, I can't, you can't say she's neutered. We didn't get enough. Yeah, I, I want to see her full power. You don't know. Maybe you'll see it. Yeah, like we don't know how powerful she's going to necessarily be. We, we've only seen her in one thing. And that was like limited. But, you know, I, yeah. I'm commenting on what I've seen. I can't comment on what I haven't seen. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I really feel like this X Men Apocalypse movie, and obviously I haven't seen it, but from what I have seen, it feels like it could have been better. <laughs> yeah, but it could have been a lot worse. I I don't know if that's true. Are, are, are you guys gonna go gonna see, see it? it anyways? I'm not. I'll see it eventually. But I'm like, not running I, out the. I'm gonna wait the, till it's on HBO now. I'm not gonna run out that first weekend. to review weekend. comic book movies, so I have to see it. <laughs> it's the one time you choose. To do. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna rush out. And I want to see it too. Well, we know you want to see it, Tiger Claw. I, I I've seen every X Men movie, and I have to continue seeing every every one that comes out. <laughs> but why do you so much better if Michael Bay directed it? <laughs> Yeah, I don't I'll even know. see the X Force movie whenever that comes out, if they ever make it. <laughs> Is Cable gonna be in that? You think? Now Cable's supposed know. to be in Deadpool too. Really? We don't we don't know who's playing that yet, huh? Mm. We don't really need a buff guy, do we? I would say so. Like I, I would like Cable to be a decent sized guy. Like he doesn't have to be like uh like huge but he I don't want him to be like a normal sized guy. Like I don't want him to be like Like Bruce uh, Willis. Yeah. Mm He needs to be bit bigger than that. Not like, even Stephen Lang. He could be like I want Stephen Lang to work out. Yeah, he works out already. No, but no, I want him to get some mass. No, you've never seen him with mass. He he actually he slims down for movies. He's usually pretty pretty big. Oh well, there you go. If he gets yeah, if he if he bulks up, then yes. But he doesn't have to be like you know. Obviously, he doesn't have to be. Uh, Does he have to Steve have disproportionate feet? <laughs> His feet need to be <laughs> need to be very very fine. Uh, Friggin' strangely shaped trapezoids. I love that he would come out in a Deadpool 2 movie because he could have a ridiculously huge gun and it would still, like, 
seem natural in a Deadpool movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just sneezed, uh, blew my nose, and farted at the same time I didn't die. Congratulations. I heard it. Yeah. Um, did you guys see this thing talking about um, speaking about relieving your sphincter Seth Graham Smith departs the Flash movie due to creative differences is that the director? they should just be making a, a no, movie version of the TV director, show the Flash movie why they just make a, well, that's a, what they a doing, two hour right? TV show did you read about like they were doing stuff with a lab, like and characters that helped the Flash, and it was basically everything from the TV show, just with the new cast. Yeah, without the cast, the cast is what made a TV show work. It's a great cast. TV show. Wait, what? What? You say that again, Derek? Okay, we'll go with that then. <laughs> I didn't understand you. I'm sorry. I don't know, but like your your voice broke up for some reason. I wonder reason. what the creative differences were. I don't know. Yeah, but that was the director, right? Okay, <laughs> I'll take that. Um, did you guys see the story about them saying they're gonna retitle the Avengers: Infinity War Part One and Part Two joints? Yeah, to what kind of that? To what? Warner Brothers probably saw something they didn't like, and why do you say like that about it? But they still kept his script, though. Wait, they Uh, yeah, they kept two script. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, it's just the audio is breaking up. Oh. I hear you now. Okay. So they haven't said what they're going to change it to, but they said that they're like, those were, I guess they said it was kind of like placeholder titles. And they were saying that even though both movies center on the Avengers, they're not necessarily related. And so I'm like, wait, what? Oh, that's awesome. So they're not going to be called Infinity War, uh, Avengers Infinity War. It's going to be Avengers something, and I don't know what the other one's going to be called. But why is that awesome? Um, I think it allows for scope. Like, what I'm hearing is that, and what I'm thinking is kind of like you're saying, okay, they're going to be two movies about the Infinity Stones, but not, but both movies aren't necessarily going to be the Avengers so I'm seeing like one movie that's like the Avengers and the Earth Heroes and the second movie that's uh, Guardians and some of the cosmic heroes and just kind of like doing like a two sides of this epic thing that could be some cool storytelling see a third movie where they bring them together wait see that would be awesome now that's the opposite of what I said though or I shouldn't say the opposite, but I say I didn't say that. I think that. the first like, one is going to be called Inhumans. 
Well, n- nobody's nobody said that the the both will, will center on the Infinity Stones. Like the Infinity Gems aren't what they said were going to be at the center of it. They said the Avengers are going to be at the center of both movies, but the two movies aren't necessarily related. Oh, okay. So for me, I'm like, wait. So does that mean that we're not getting an Infinity Gauntlet story at Apparently the end of this? I'm pretty sure one. I'm pretty sure one is the Infinity Gauntlet, and then the other one is probably the aftermath of it. Nope. That I, sounds really dumb. I don't look, but I could be. I've been wrong before, like th- a bunch of times. This has me a little worried because I'm just like, well, what? Like, if the two stories aren't related, then why are we, like, why bill it as two separate? You think one will be, like, the Infinity Gauntlet and the next one will be, like, the Illuminati? I don't, I don't know. Like, Like, I don't, like, to me, it's like. Who are they going to get to replace, like, Professor X's role? Because him... And I think what there was, a, what, there was a, another mutant. I can't remember if Namor was on the team. Namor was yeah. in the Illuminati. But they're going to need like two people, two non-mutants to replace them. No, they got Namor. They do? Mm-hmm. I thought he was with Fox in the Fantastic Four. I don't think so. All right, so who the, replaces I mean, Professor uh, there, X? There's a story that I posted that they might put him in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No, that they, no that they want to. Not that they might. They want to. But wanting and might or wanting and doing are two different things. Yeah, I feel like I don't think Namor's part of that deal, but... Last I heard, Kevin Smith had the rights to Namor, the film rights, but that was like in the 90s. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, I don't... I, I don't, like... I don't know who you would get to go in place of oh, Professor X, but I would honestly, maybe Doctor I, Strange. Doctor Strange well, he, was there too. He's already in it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I'm you sorry. have everybody I forgot who for, the, for Illuminati. You already Illuminati. have access to, except for Reed Richards and Professor X. Right. Like per, the the original like hero Illuminati right. is so is. We need a replacement for Reed and a replacement for Professor X. Well, I don't think you do. I mean, all I mean, we, we need, need as only many need... members of Stones, right? <sighs> I I don't know. That's how it works. I guess. I don't. I don't know. All I know is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Captain America won't have to cry to get on the Illuminati because they're two vacant <laughs> spots. <laughs> Look, what I know is this: is an Illuminati movie doesn't make any sense at the end of a Phase Three in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because it's like. If you're going to do that, then that should be the first movie. Or something. Well, I guess it can't be the first movie. Cause, no. Cause, but it, it, as the second movie, which is basically like capping out the end of Phase 3, which is probably when almost all these uh, these stars are probably going to like not be doing any more of these movies for a while. Or in a much more diminished role. It's like, you don't do the Illuminati storyline and then put them on the sidelines. You know what I mean? I but, will admit, I would much rather see an Infinity Watch movie than an Illuminati movie. No, you don't want to see an Infinity Watch movie. Oh, but I do. No. You want to see in an fact, Infinity Watch special features, like, vignette. I mean, they've got two of them already. I mean, they're poorly done, both. Right, but that's what I'm saying. You don't want to see that. 
But they'll be better once they have the gems. They're going to just give them to the Guardians. And that's messed up. Oh, wow. That would... Dude, which which one do you think they'll give Rocket? Not they give him the space gem? I know, Joe. I don't want to think about it. It's a bad idea. And I don't want it to happen. And I want you to think about it too hard. Because then it might happen. And then I'll be pissed again. So we'll give... It's going to happen whether you like okay, it or not. Okay, so... One thing I'm not sure is if they're going to have Thanos do the turnaround. Like in the comics. Because if so, he can get the reality gem. But if he doesn't... <coughs> I think Groot should get it. The main thing to me is these are movies projected into 2018 and 2019. If it's two Avengers movies that aren't related, why even announce them together? I think... I am reality. I think those movies were going to be... They probably depended, uh, you know, maybe 30% on what they're doing on TV. Or would it be reality is Groot? And uh, they're, they're, they're shifting. There's a shift going on at Marvel Studios, and they're changing how they're going to be doing things. Dude, I, I can't imagine that the Marvel Cinematic, like, the Marvel Studios people were banking on something in particular happening in the TV spot and, and basing it their movies on that like i don't know you this... never know the whole no, most I think wanted they were show going to start they're probably going to work towards something together and now they're not yeah i don't i, I can't see it you can't but you've been seeing it all along no i, I don't yeah you have <laughs> it's like what have i been seeing you've been seeing the history and, and the 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 Marvel Universe playing out from the very first Iron Man movie through Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and all the different phases and just giving you a a background into what this universe is. Like, the the movies have just been like icing on the cake, but if you watch the shows, especially like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter, you get a lot of the meat of things. Yeah, I don't know. But I hope it turns out okay. I mean, I I do have, I don't feel like it's like doom and gloom or anything like that, but it just seems a strange thing. You know, you know, that's all I see is doom and gloom. <laughs> it just seems like a strange thing to have happened and for people to say where it's like, oh yeah, those two movies, those movies weren't related or they're going to be, they'll be centered around the Avengers, but they're not related. It's like, wait, what? Like, like, why did we put them as part one and part two with the same title then? But okay. Yeah. Huh. Things change in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They usually add another movie in the middle of the lineup. Remember, Spider-Man wasn't originally part of the original lineup. And then they made the deal with Sony and... They had to change it to put him in there. Yeah. Okay. What's this joint say? Super Supergirl is about to move to the CW. Well, no, it it says that they're that Warner Brothers might be doing some budget cuts on the series, and possibly move it to the CW. 
Would that make it better? Well, you get the Flash team on it. Will they? Or will it just be the Supergirl team? On the CW? Well, I mean, it, it, obviously, the, it, it has to do with the demographic. What does that mean, Tiger Claw? I mean, uh, it's... Uh, it says here that the C- uh, CBS has a much grayer viewership. And, you know, the CW is more for the younger crowd. So, it, you know, it could fit in the CW. I mean, no, th- definitely. It's like, it, it it's just a matter of other people that are going to be working on the show going to be. Or I don't know. Like, I just don't want that show to be the same as it is if it moves to the CW. Cause like right now, like it, <laughs> what? It's gonna be maybe it might get worse. Like when, like Buffy moved to UPN. Buffy was fine on UPN. If you say so. Why you gotta be such a racist? I'm not racist. I'm <laughs> just saying all the shows. Yeah, that who are knows? They might do another like, flash crossover. They quality. Yeah. Any other stories we should talk about before we get out of here? I got called the racist at work. Oh, that's not cool. Only people on the Fantastic uh, Forum. Your Nick uh, Fury line. Because uh, if you said Nick Fury, I get it. I mean, there's some decent. Oh, what? Wait, what happened? No, 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 I, I wasn't cutting this kid's hair right, and they happen to be black. Oh, here, here's you, whether you're white, black, Asian, or Cree, scroll hybrid. I hate those damn crawls. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, did you actually say that out loud, Mo? Yeah. And they were like, you're a racist? Well, no. She said before before I said that, she said, like, I'm really feeling like you're Because, ra- you know, the kid, she she wanted a, a, a bald fade, but she didn't want me to shave the kid's head. So, you know, black people hair is really curly, and part of it sticks to the skin as part of the curl. So machine's not going to cut it unless you actually shave it, you know? Hmm. And... You know, she she didn't want him shaved. So I'm like, that hair's gonna be there unless I shave it. You gotta pick it out, Mo. I did, but oh. it was like it was it's literally like bald and a half on top. So it's like there's nothing to pick at that point. Right. And and so she's like, you know, if you didn't want to do it in the first place, you shouldn't have done it. And I'm like, it's not that I didn't want to do it. I just want to work how I with my skill level. I don't have to go by your guidance, who you've never you never cut hair before. And then she's like, you know, you're making me feel like like you're a racist. <laughs> and I'm like, no. And I'm like, that couldn't be furthest from the truth. <laughs> Wait, you, she said you're a racist because you told her she has never cut hair before. <laughs> like because of the way that like I felt like she felt like I didn't want to cut the kid's hair. It's like no, I don't want to cut the kid's hair. Not because he's black or you're black. I I don't want to cut the kid's hair because that would mean dealing. I would have to deal with you, and I don't want to deal with you. <laughs> That's fair. And and then you know she tipped me afterwards because 
<laughs> I actually I communicated properly what I felt, and then I shaved the kid's head, and he was fine. That sounds like a way to do it. All right, gents. Final thoughts. Tiger Claw. Uh, Civil War comes out this weekend. Can't wait to see it. And we're less than a month away to TMNT Out of the Shadows. Oh, yeah. The Platinum game. Cool. Uh, Oscorp. Final thoughts. Ah, can't wait for that. Michael Bay Turtle movie. Oh, boo. Jay, final thoughts. Um, there's a bunch of cool stuff happening this month. I'm not gonna go into details. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jay. Appreciate that. (laughs) Mo's Magnum. Final thoughts. Jay is such a tease. (laughs) (laughs) This fantastic forum. We're out. It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com.